0: Hello, Nick, Bobby Santone. How are you? Hey, it's been a long time. I know, I know. First time, long time.
1: What's up? Doing well. You're, you're in on the podcast tonight. Steve is watching the two-hour season finale of Survivor. Uh, really? He might be the only, they might be the only people left that actually watch the show. It's almost two, two, 2017 and they're still watching uh, network TV and watching Survivor, so
0: we'll let Steve have his uh, night. That doesn't surprise that. me. Steve, It's basically a soap opera at this point, so Steve, uh, he's getting to the age where he sits down and watches a lot of soap operas and uh, kind of lives vicariously through the soap opera, so, you know, like those, uh, those women that lose their minds through dementia and stuff like that, think they actually live the lives of those people in the soap opera. I think he kind of uh, thinks he's going to be the survivor, uh, or at least that's what he tells Becky, but uh, no, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Uh, yeah. Still watches. Yeah. Still watches primetime TV. I don't even. I can't even tell you the show that I have consistently watched in the last maybe close to a decade uh, on uh, any network television outside of sports. Yeah. I really, I really don't have time to do any of that or the ability to get into any of that stuff. But uh, no. Do you yeah, see a little uh, little uh, little topic? Uh, random topic. Alan Thicke, aka Jason Seaver, dying today? A heart attack? Yeah, yeah. I saw
1: that last night. I was shocked. Uh, oh, I that was, oh, it. I
0: thought it was today. No? It was yesterday? Uh, it exactly broke how far it last, I am on last
1: night. Yeah, okay. No,
0: oh. it, yeah, it broke last night. I saw that. Uh, okay. No, yeah, no, I'm just catching up on that stuff. That was, uh, that was surprising. Is he more, uh, who's more famous? Him for growing pains or his son? From his whatever he's a singer, right? Robin. Thicke? Uh, Robin Thicke. Yes. Uh, that's 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 a good question. I guess question. it depends on
1: the audience. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our generation and above, Alan Thicke. Uh, anyone younger, probably Robin Thicke. But yeah, Canadian. Uh, yeah, big loss for the Canadian community.
0: Definitely, He's playing hockey, no so, less. I mean, it's kind of uh, kind of just fitting. Yeah, enough, so, doing, uh, doing that for Canadian. Stacy told me
1: actually in Los Angeles. Yeah. True. Yeah, I saw that I, I, I keep up on my uh my Us Weekly and People Magazine stuff. I saw texting my brother earlier this week that uh the show Flip or Flop, that, that couple that, that does that is getting a divorce is, is just nuts. It's,
0: oh, he's the one that they caught that some he's the one that had like throat cancer or something like that. Right. But a woman that a woman like just a nurse saw watching the show and said, "You need to get that checked out," and he had something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, my
1: mom, yeah, my mom told me about that like a year ago, and sure enough, he had thyroid cancer or something. Isn't that? Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. That? And uh,
0: no, Stacy watches that once in a while, and she can't stand the girl. But she, uh, the one good episode I ever saw of that was when uh, their their car got stolen out in front of the house that they were doing redoing. <laughs> I thought that was pretty. Like it wasn't. It wasn't scripted at all. They started running down the street, and uh, and it just. Uh, I think somebody took it for a joyride or something. They got it back later on. I believe. I don't know. I don't want to pay close enough attention. Yeah,
1: Sorry. The, don't don't mean to, uh, to get off
0: the main topic, but. Uh, um, yeah, no. I'm I'm pumped to be here. Good to uh, you know. Finally, I get a chance to listen to these at work. So uh when i have uh when i have some time and i'm usually either finishing my mixed picks or have done them uh just just right around when you guys are talking about things so gets the blood flowing
1: nice nice so want to recap, yeah, Wanna you, recap you had the a,
0: uh, what's that
1: Yeah, yeah so you had a buy last week and and did you need i know Drew Brees put up a big old goose egg for you did that buy help you out or would you had enough points to be, take that i have no diet? idea i don't just i'm curious. not
0: I mean, I'm not like Steve. I don't, I don't do the what-if points uh, if my guys were still playing or if my guys were uh, – gotcha. I, I mean, I, I would imagine I didn't get enough. I mean, I can't think sure. – Elliot didn't find the end zone. Ware didn't find the end zone. Uh, I don't know if McCoy did it, didn't even pay attention. I mean, it was nice having a yeah, weekend. Yeah, he, he, McCoy
1: had – yeah, McCoy He did stores, have a
0: touchdown. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Breeze didn't find the end zone, right? Or did he?
1: No, he is, I didn't even he pay attention to be honest.
0: It was that was nice. I was more paying attention to Steve's yes. pain or potential pain from uh, <laughs> the outcome of the game with the Dragons, and I kind of, when Rogers was, was um, matching him, touchdown for touchdown, Matt Ryan, I knew, you know that he had no, he had a chance to just. Lose. I didn't even know the kicker was doing so well. I who I can't even I think who his kicker was. That's how little I know about yeah. the, you know, about the Dragons kicking game. Because all you think of is Forte, Gore, and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, those are the big guys right away. And uh, I just love how Steve has always touted wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers, wide receivers. And what's happened with him? Yeah. He gets nothing out of his wide receivers, and they shit the bed as a team. And he loses by just a margin. Big enough to send him home, send him packing, he's got nothing. He's texted me a few times with a frustration. He, uh, I asked him, you know, he was texting me, hoping that, uh, you know, wishing the chickens luck to beat the dragons because he doesn't want John to have a three-peat uh, or even a chance at a three-peat, three straight huddles <laughs> And uh, I said, I said, have you done have you done some scouting for me? And do you know of uh, any of the matchups? And he said, no. He's like, I, I threw away my my, uh, my, <laughs> my, sofa-side schedule. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. That must have been a, that must have been a sight and now here's a question for you. Is Becky happy that Steve's done? I don't even know how he's doing in his other fantasy league, but is he is she happy that he's out of the y f f l playoffs and can kind of take his mind off that, or do you think he's easier to get along with wet and things are going okay? What do you think? Are you there? Hey, hello. Yes, I lost you for a second there. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: okay. Uh, is, is Becky happy that Steve is out of the playoffs?
0: Yeah. Do you think it's, Do you think life at the Dugas household is less stressful now that they're done? He's got nothing YFL related going on. Or do you think it's better when he's still alive and a chance in the playoffs?
1: Uh, I think it's all driven to how well his teams are doing if They had a bad week. I think Becky just is getting Steve's uh, crap all week long. If he had a good week, Steve's probably picking up the kids from school. He's doing all the (laughs) chores around the house. He's putting the kids to bed, uh, taking care of the dogs, whatever else he does. (laughs) I think he's doing it all. Uh, right. So with the fantasy football over for him, he's probably got like a week of just one of sulking around, and, and I think he'll be okay.
0: Right. Right. But the uh, so yeah, the, the mallards, mallards. I mean, Steve. The, I mean, the yeah, last thing about the mallards before we move on to the uh, to the other recap is uh, he he mentioned it's a good thing. You know, he likes to trash talk trash after things are over. It's a good thing uh, you don't have the Mallards this week. You're, you're getting a lucky one with the Dragons because the Mallards have fantastic matchups. You know, it was just he had to get a last little attempt at a jab, I guess, in a Steve, Steve way. But uh, yeah, we move on because uh, the Mallards are done. The Dragons move forward, and uh, the Tangs and the Eaters. Uh, I mean, it was. I mean, you know, it's it's John and his reliance upon the the Cowboys. But I mean, it's the they they went cold at the absolute worst time. That's basically what happened, and and he lives and dies by him and and he had to, you know had to had to fall yeah. because you know he got seven points I think total right because the the touchdown yeah. wasn't even to uh to one of his guys right wasn't to Beasley or to uh,
1: Des Bryant right it was to Terrence Williams yeah I talked about this a lot on the podcast that uh, starting four guys on one team is just not going to get you to a championship it might get you to the playoffs but it just once the weather gets cold, the team's bound to have a bad week and sure enough it happened to John and um, the eaters. Now does he, he move fans. on
0: from any of the does he move on next year with any of those guys? Does he get does he get rid of Cole Beasley or does he just keep in mind there as just as a filler and tries to find someone else to fill his hole? I mean what's what's what does he do now that he's oh, been yeah. burned Be- by Beasley. Yeah.
1: I'm sure – I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to unload Des Bryant. I think he overall he's probably been pretty frustrated with Bryant, kind of like me and Alshon Jeffrey and even Sammy Watkins. So I don't be surprised if John tries to unload Bryant. I think he'll keep the quarterbacks and he'll keep, keep the kicker, but no Cole Beasley, no Des Bryant next year for the tanks.
0: I mean, and Allen Robinson, how bad has he been? I mean, I know firsthand how oh. bad uh, Jacksonville's been with Bortles. And, I mean, it's offensive line and it just is atrocious, but Bortles has been – god-awful and obviously Alan Robinson yeah. suffered because I think he's kind of overhyped he had one really good year and was just a beneficiary of a lot of throwing of the ball and just it just worked but I don't think he's a fran- he's like a franchise wide receiver to be honest with you he's a guy that you build around I don't think so I don't will he, my question to you was will he bounce back I and mean, what do you think I don't think so
1: uh, I think I, I have him in another league. I drafted him super high, like, in the second round. I thought he was just going to have a huge year, be a top-five wide receiver, and that backfired in my face. But uh, uh, I think he'll be I an okay someone... receiver. Um, maybe I'm trying to think someone to compare him to that's okay. Maybe, like, a Pierre Garçon, I don't know, in his prime, a Deshaun Jackson right. in his prime, someone like that. I get you. Four to eight touchdowns a year, and maybe cracks a thousand yards.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not a firm believer in his success down the road. But I mean, I hope so. I mean, just for my portal's sake. But doesn't yeah. look like it. Uh, the eaters. I mean, they survive because of the stinker from the Cowboys. But how much do all these injuries impact their future? I mean, Vance McDonald. I mean, not that he's going to really amount to much to IR, Gordon yeah. obviously Dugas's big mistake. Kurt's big benefit. <laughs> MVP candidate, you name it. Yeah. Down with a knee injury. It sounds like he might only miss one week, but this is an important week. To you know, he's gonna miss. That's yeah. that's can he can he? I mean, I said in my my Knicks picks, I believe he's got a shot it looks a little better than, than you would think it on the surface, but you know, if I'm if I'm a betting man my life was on the line, I you know, I've got to look at the gotta look at the, the, the hot team with the good matchups in comparison and the healthy lineup. So it worked I, I think it worked to, to uh Gibby's advantage big time with the bye last week, just like me. I mean Parr had a stinker uh, against the Chiefs. Who knows whether he would have started them or not in that if he was the you know, if he had to. Given them, given the tough matchups, but uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the Llamas heading to the NFC, AFC Championship? Well,
1: first I want to point out three GMs in the final four. That's pretty impressive. All three of them are made it. Uh,
0: well, yeah, I'd that like was going to actually lead me a question down the road. Actually, uh, you know, three the only three GMs in the league are in the three semifin three of the four semifinalists. Let's let's uh, get off topic here. Suggestions for possible other GMs, and who do you think <laughs> was the best candidate to add a GM? Steve, take a little stress off his life. Yourself? Uh,
1: it could be myself. I have not done well. I mean, I've probably been the worst owner in the league for the last over the last three or four years. Um, no, not that's done a doo. Anything?
0: That's a Cito. Uh, He made the playoffs right. once. I mean, he had his he had his what two thousand eight two thousand nine time when he, when he was doing well, but. Since then, I mean, he, he probably – we don't even know what he does. I mean, I don't even know, you know, where he is, what he does with his free time. He just kind of disappears, and I see a random post from him in, in the forum. Maybe he needs a little help. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. I, I just don't know what, what the kid does with his life, but it's great. He's happy, and he, he posts once in a while, and it's active. That's, uh, that's what we can ask. But I could think he might, might be a beneficiary as well. I wouldn't know who would be a good, you know, GM for him. Jared Connell, maybe. It's related to Steve. Well, used to be a good friend with the CEO. I have no idea if they're still buddies.
1: Uh, yeah. What about you? A-Cito's, well, Acido's always, like, in the middle of the pack. He's always, like, 6 and 7, 5 and 8 with the white guys. He's not terrible like I've been with the beans and dugs. It seems like I'm drafting the top two or three every year for the last three years. Uh, of mm. course, I've made some bad picks, RG3, and, and looking like Sammy Watkins was a bad first overall pick, and... Uh, so, some of the blame goes there, but I don't know. I
0: don't the draft know. It's a crash. good debate. I think, <laughs> well, it's I a mean, good debate. Who's with the, the worst be owner candidate. in the league? I mean, good candidates for uh, potential GMs. What about Tim Blount? Good owner uh, well, in uh, Steve's yeah, league? probably. Or not Steve's, uh, Steve's league? I'm sure yeah. he would add good yeah, content, maybe. too.
1: Yeah, I think Tim would like it. I, th- I have a feeling like, like Tim would only do it if we raised the stakes and had money involved. Uh, I don't know. There's some good Other candidates. You know, the industry, I don't know.
0: I, mean, I don't know. I, I think that kind of changed the I doubt integrity of it. But... Really? I think it changes the integrity of it. But I think he could be convinced if that was – I mean, I don't even think you need so, – you know, you want someone that you have to convince. You should have someone that, that would, yeah. that's interested enough to do it. I mean, I wouldn't want to have to – we don't have to sell the product. I think it sells itself, but um, – if he wasn't there, I mean, maybe, uh, I mean, I don't think Estherbrook has time to do, to be a, a GM for Steve, but I don't think, and nor do I think Estherbrook wants to put up with Steve's crap because I'm sure he'd be right over his shoulders the whole time. That's, uh, and then, uh, okay, well, we got three GMs in the, in the three out of the four. I get a question. Um, I wonder, you know, will there be a holiday bonus for either of the other two GMs for winning at all? If say Kurt or Gibby wins at all, I say this because when back when the chickens went back, their second, they were the back to back in 2012, 2013, Mike offered me his condo in Breckenridge to use for, a little, <laughs> whatever, you know, my time. granted, you know, the funny part is he knows that I don't, don't ski and the likelihood of me making it out there. It's kind of an open ended, you know, make an offer, but it's not really going to happen, but it was a nice gesture. nonetheless, so I wonder if, it's, if Kevin is ivory tower there in Middletown, Connecticut uh, would be, uh, you know, or, conversely actually mid thought change of plans, is Kev gonna be more excited or jealous of Gibby's success if he wins? What do you think?
1: Uh Doug, he'll be excited. I think he has a timeshare at Mohawk Mountain. I think he was telling me about that, so he might offer that up to Gibby if he wins it.
0: There you go. Um, there you go, no, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. I like that. Yes. Chris Davis, uh, no, so he'll, he'll be, probably
1: he'll be offers, excited. He, yeah. Probably he wants, he wants like the Llamas to, to win uh, it bad. Cr- What's that? Yeah. No, I was okay. just saying, Kev will definitely be excited if the Llamas win. He wants that title before st- the Mallards get it bad. That's mm-hmm. like the uh, subplot of the, of the, <laughs> the mall- Mallards, uh, uh, Llamas, who who wins the title first out of those two expansion teams. And Kevin will be thrilled to get it before Steve. I can guarantee you that.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. No. Cool. So Super Bowl playoffs. It's something Steve, I know your your partner in crime on these podcasts, loves to talk about, make a big deal about, has nothing to do with anymore. As far as the 2016 Super Bowl playoffs, what are your thoughts on uh, your teams? You know, took the battle with the You got one. You got both of them. I didn't really pay close attention. I know they weren't exactly high scoring but um what are your thoughts
1: before we get to the super bowl we have an ad read perfect we have our first, first sponsor uh, they, they yeah they found out you were on on the podcast tonight and they called me right up nick do you, does your grandmother need her driveway plowed well yes she does oh wow that she should call scott Dugas trucking for all your plowing needs do your Perfect. parents need any excavation work on their house in Yarmouth?
0: I bet they do. I bet they do. Who would I call? Yeah.
1: They, might. they should call Story Brothers for all your excavation needs in the greater Portland area. Story Brothers is your leader. Uh, been in business since 1994, uh, and they have rapidly grown and are now servicing all of Cumberland County, Brunswick, Topsham, and the Midcoast Coast. Story Brothers, the Greater Portland's leader in trucking and excavating. So if you want your driveway plowed or your grandmother's driveway plowed, you call Scott Dugas. If you want real trucking and excavating, you call Story Brothers.
0: I like that. Two sponsors, one commercial. Perfect. That's how we get paid. That's 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 uh that's a good that's a good plug right there. Uh, no, you well, let's cover. Let's go back right. to the Super Bowl playoffs. Now that, we, now that we've got the Super the Bowl, the Super Bowl. Your thoughts? the excitement. Of Cito. you took them both. I
1: beat. All right. So I didn't. I did not start Bilal Powell. First time in at least two weeks I didn't start him. He got. He had a monster <laughs> game. I think he had two touchdowns, 100 yards rushing. And the worst part about it, I thought I started him all day long, and then I went and checked the, the site that <laughs> and I saw that I oh. did it. I was like, oh shit. So I was down I think I was down ten going into Monday night. I had Dixon left and I had um Martellus no, who's the other? Oh, Malcolm Mitchell. And they both got me touchdowns and I won by like one or two. So uh okay. I still survived. I, I got lucky, beans rolled. So uh I like my chances. I got was I got pretty good pretty good lineups together, uh uh I've um, the Beans play the buddies. I think I think the Beans should win that one. Uh Cousins Hyde, Deshaun Jackson, Bennett, Julio Jones, hopefully. And then the brothers haven't submitted their lineup yet. He might forget altogether, but uh Doug's with Andrew Luck in the lineup. I like my chances. So it could be an all all me super bowl final. If that ha
0: if that happens, who are you rooting for? Who do you think needs the first overall pick more? Beans or the
1: Thugs? Uh, the, the Thugs need a running back bad. <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I I would favor the Thugs.
0: I need Fournette.
1: I need whoever the top running back is.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you have Cousins yeah. and Luck to build around with both of them. I mean, cousins has been uh, a pleasant surprise the last couple of years, so that's been uh, a good development, especially with RG3 shitting the bed and, and going down the tubes, so uh, yeah, you beans, have Marietta well. I mean, yeah, the, I, you have Mariota as well. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of there and they're yeah. young too.
1: Yeah, yeah, the beans aren't that far off. I mean, I finished five and eight. I was five and five, and last year seven and six, I think. Yeah, I'm competitive. I just, I, mean, I just couldn't get it done this year. But the beans aren't that far off. Thugs, so, they get a lot of work. I mean, I'm excited about Malcolm Mitchell, but that's about it. You broke the news to me that Michael Floyd got released today. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You look at my lineup. The guys that have retired, got released. Josh Brown got kicked out of the league, or whatever. It's just my cuts are going to be the easiest thing next year. It's it's uh, it's sad. So.
0: And, and, and the so thing is, during the time when I was looking, uh, the chickens were so desperate to find us another wide receiver. I yeah. was looking at Floyd. I mean, he was an option, and I was going to throw at least a second-round pick at. I mean. It would have been it would have been uh, foolish of me, or uh, definitely something for people to, uh, to poke holes at and make fun of. But it, it it didn't work out. You want you thought you were selling them at the low, which I understood. But uh, had that played out, I would have been uh, you know in a in a different situation, perhaps. Actually, a number of trades in the past, as Steve's mentioned before, you know that that I brought up trying to you know revamp the chickens. It actually works out the. The, the trade that didn't go through or didn't work out actually benefited me more than the, than uh, had they gone through. But, uh, nope. Uh, now we're talking about the draft real quick before we move on to the exciting previews of the, uh, the NFC and the NFC title games. Who has a worse QB situation right now, the refugees or the buddies? I know they have Trevor Simeon, but Mike has two first-rounders, relatively early first-rounders. But the draft doesn't have much to offer as far as I know. I mean, our draft – Guru Wizard, Steve Dugas, uh, would be able to give us more insight on that, maybe next time. Who do you think has a better uh, future quarterback situation? Uh, the bud, I would
1: look yeah, the Buddies. They did pick up Mike Glennon. That was a good move. He'll probably be a starter next year. Uh, uh-huh. So he's got that. Kessler's just not going to pan out. Um, so no. they've got Glennon and then two first-rounders. But it's a weak quarterback draft. It's going to be wide running backs flying off, flying off the board. What's who's the other team refugees? Yes,
0: they Trevor Simeon and then, then your boy Fitzpatrick. They have Paxton Lynch Kaepernick's Kaepernick's Kaepernick. On. I I don't see any on. of these guys panning out. Kaepernick's on IR, right? Uh, I he, think... he couldn't play. Well, it doesn't matter now. Yeah, but for next year, I mean, Kaepernick's
1: probably going to be a starter somewhere next year, whether he deserves to be it or not. It's another story, but there's just so many teams that need quarterbacks, the Jets included. Uh, Kaepernick's going to get a shot somewhere. Uh, Pax and Lynch, I, I, refugees have at least options. I mean, none of them are great,
0: but yeah, Simeon, they have,
1: Lynch, yeah. Kaepernick, two of those three are going to be starting next year. Gotcha. So I would favor the refugees. I don't know where the buddies go in this this draft. Um, I just – I haven't heard anything. Mike wants proven talent. You know. I know
0: that. He, I, I, and he's got to move one of those picks. I mean, he's going to uh, – he's got some decent yeah, so running backs already, which, the, which in a running back heavy class coming up, he could part ways for, you know, somebody. you know, Kirk Cousins. Cousins would be a great fit with the Buddies yeah. organization.
1: Yeah, Kirk, Kirk Cousins with the Buddies. I bet that happens this off season, because right. I, I, I favor Mariota long term over Cousins, even though they're probably about equal right now. Right. I'd rather. I mean, my I know Mike would rather have Mariota's offer already made an offer to me for him. But, uh, um, I, yeah, we'll get something done this off season. I got to move one of those those quarterbacks. That would make and sense. He is the first first round pick to do it. This, and then. Can, to build up on uh, running backs, and I'll use Proc <laughs> Osweiler as my backup.
0: Yeah. I mean, whatever. what are you going to no, do? It's one week. It's one week. The only instance that you really worry about is, like, I had a, the, the rare misfortune of having both my quarterbacks in the same bye week. But um, <laughs> you find a way to survive that. Only, it must only happen yeah. once in a while, but I know Steve messes with the schedule. Make things yeah. worse for everyone else. But moving on. Uh, before we get into yeah. the NFC title preview, then the AFC title previews uh, in general, we have another sponsor to bring about. It's Jason Berry's Berries. If you want to black out, these are the uh, Berries to check out. Use promo code YFFL to receive 10% off your first order and automatically be entered to win a 1992 Houston Oilers starter jacket. I uh, just want to be- get that in before we uh, before we move on to the, to the title previews. Uh, Jason what kind has of been starter jacket? Uh, 1992
1: Houston Oilers starter jacket. Houston
0: Oilers starter jacket, sweet. Exactly, exactly. They're they're helping pay the bills and uh, keeping us informed of teams in the past. So better no longer. Speaking of, wasn't that Jeff Fisher coach there at some point, no? Or Tennessee? Yes. uh, Yes. Speaking of recent firings lately in the NFL, who, now, uh, speaking of that, Gruden has been rumored after the Harbaugh thing was definitely a ploy done by other Big Ten organizations is what I've read. And there was no there was no truce to that, rumor. And now John Gruden's name has come up. I think he'll leave the booth. I think he's too excited to be in the booth. Uh,
1: I don't know. I think he might get back into coaching. I think he's just going for the perfect spot in the limelight of Los Angeles. I think they're going to make a big splash of the L.A. L.A. franchise and – they're going to try to get somebody in there.
0: I don't. I. I. I, I don't, honestly don't know what the good. attraction is right now. Besides Todd, besides Gurley, I mean the wide receivers are terrible. I have one of them who's just god awful. The
1: quarterback hey, situation.
0: I think Jared Goff is just. Yeah, he's no. I don't know how he was a first round pick. First overall pick. Yeah, Which would you rather de- do de- first? What that? What that? I was going to say the Rams are decent.
1: Oh uh uh probably let's start with the NFC.
0: The NFC preview. Uh well, let's get your thoughts before I chime in with my with the considering as a team that I'm okay. heavily involved with. I I've
1: said all along it's a chickens ear. I think I think you win this game relatively easily. Uh uh, I just I mean Devontae Adams has been on fire. I think LaShawn McCoy eats up the Cleveland Browns this week. I think he will get two touchdowns for you. Drew Brees is not going to go three straight weeks with zero points, zero touchdowns. Uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Sunday Night Football. I think he'll, I think he'll do all right for you. They're going to, they're going to get him more involved this week. I think you're in for a fifty or sixty point week. Um, I don't, the Dragons. I don't know who their matchups are, but I, I just, I just don't see them being able to keep pace with you. Um, so I'm going to say chickens. I'm going to go 58 chickens and the dragons, uh, 39.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I hate to agree with you because it makes me nervous, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing, the, I guess the temperatures are saying in Chicago are going to be below freezing, below zero wind chill, everything super cold, never good for yeah. wide receivers, nor is it good for a quarterback. I know Rodgers has experience doing so, but, um, I, I, that, combined with Forte being most likely out, there's a chance he'll play. And Frank Gore, his other staple, is, I think he's at Minnesota. They're playing Minnesota, who has a fantastic run defense. Uh, right. You're right, the, and the matchups for the Chickens are just too good outside of Breeze being at Arizona. But Arizona's not really as good as they used to be. They're kind of a shell of their former self. Uh, couldn't live up to the hype, sort of like the brothers in the YFL. Lots of hype. Didn't live up to it. McCoy, Ware, Elliott, as you mentioned, Graham, Demarius Thomas, everybody's at home in their home games, uh, which is always a benefit. I, I, I see the chickens throttling the Dragons by at least 35 points. and oh, that, wow. makes wow. that makes me nervous going into to this, to the Super Bowl because the last couple decent playoff runs for the chickens, they've had a game where they've narrowly survived and then had a game where they just really where they played really well so the survival game could be in the 30s or the 40s i i can't see it being this week it's probably going to be next week which makes me nervous so, yep yeah i'm going to say it. i'm going to say that the, the chickens win by i'll throw a score out there of 65 30 you know i i, I can't see his wide receivers doing much. I mean, maybe Thursday night will give us a, a good taste of where we are, what, what direction we're headed. With uh, Graham going, and uh, who does he have going for him? Um, he has somebody. Uh, who's his wide receiver? Baldwin. Doug, Doug Baldwin. Doug Baldwin. So if one of them finds the end zone, that might change the the direction of the game, um, or just kind of lead the chickens in the direction I think they're going to head for this particular game. So yeah, you yeah, just no, need through. You just need Drew Brees to
1: cancel out out Aaron Rodgers. Not even?
0: If he does that, it's a a layup. But even if he does if Aaron Rodgers gets his, you know, comes to work, checks in, gets his three touchdowns, and goes home happy. He has been not throwing over 300 yards lately, but uh, he's getting his 260 yards passing, three touchdowns, 18 points. If I get Drew Brees with 300 yards and two touchdowns, it's basically wiped out. Or even just two touchdowns alone, I think that's enough. Uh, with the other matchups, for the guys to find the end zone. McCoy's the only one I really worry about. I don't know why, but I think Ware has a good week. Elliott will have find the end zone after not finding the end zone last week. And then uh, maybe uh, Devonte Adams wipes out one of Rogers' touchdowns. That would be that would be beneficial. Uh,
1: um, I wouldn't worry about McCoy. He's gonna the, he's playing the Browns. He's gonna get yeah,
0: the ball. Yeah. He's playing the Browns. He's been faking a lot of injuries lately. It's been kind of annoying, but. Uh, Maybe maybe he maybe he lights them up. We'll see. They're at home. They have Cleveland. You are right. That's a that's an easy move. But uh,
1: he sh- he should get a couple touchdowns. They might vulture one to Mike Gillisley, but he should he should be. Yeah, Gillis' has been
0: touchdowns. been the goal line back lately because um, yeah. it's been the touchdowns in McCoy gets has been you know the uh, over five to ten yards out from the end zone. He breaks free, but we'll see. I I, I my surprise. Pick for having a decent week is where I know he's been decent. It was a good second round pick. I've and uh, I went up against Dugas's thought process with having wide receivers being the, the focus, and it's paid off. Um, actually, as an as an aside, I I, uh, I followed his his whole thought process, preaching to me wide receivers. I did it in Esther Brooks League. I think I finished dead last. Like you, I took Allen Robinson. I think I took. Uh, Hopkins, I had I had like four, you know, top 20 wide receivers. And uh, my only running back was McCoy. And I even thought, I, you know, I went down the road. I, I listened to one of the podcasts. I took in the advice there, yeah. the wide receivers, I, early on in the year. And then everybody was touting uh, uh, Russell Wilson, my quarterback. He was my quarterback. Obviously, yeah. not a good year for fantasy, uh, as Kev can no. attest to. But um, yeah, no, it, it, it was a stinker. Dead last, I think. When Kate Parker finishes, or Kate Chubb finishes in front of you, you now you're, you're you're fucking wind in a, in a shitty uh, uh, fantasy uh, fantasy season for a seasonal league. But we move on. Uh, the AFC title game uh, brought to you by Down East Village Motel. You bring the mistress, we'll clean the mattress. Uh, oh. Eaters, llamas. Uh, again, we've talked yeah. about this before. Eaters, bunch of injuries. Vance McDonald out, as we mentioned before, Gordon likely to be out or for at least one week. Even Ingram missing practice. Um, I, I say this, but I still sense some kind of an upset. Like a big week from Ooh. Rivers, a stinker from, you know, all of the Raiders. I could be wrong, but uh, what are your thoughts?
1: It's, it's going to be a close game. I mean, even without... Uh... Melvin Gordon in there. He's got Antonio Brown, that guy. He's one of those players that when I play the eaters I'm just terrified of. Uh, I escaped his wrath this year, but I know he chomped up a few teams. Jamison Crowder is stealthiest, probably the best player in the league you never heard of. He has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight touchdowns in, in 12 games this year. Uh, I don't know why yeah. Kurt doesn't start him every week, but Crowder is He's forced to this player. week, so. Yeah, so, and then Emmanuel Sanders, I feel like he's going to get a garbage-time TD against the Patriots. Uh, I don't know what Mark Ingram's done lately. He had a, he's had a couple 18-point games, then twos. Uh, I don't know. And Jordan Howard probably get a touchdown. He had 22 points in Week 13, so. Um, and then Philip Rivers is really- um, a good
0: a, a rookie that, you know, he has some promise if uh, – I just don't know what the QB situation is for the future for Chicago. Is it going to be uh, Jimmy G uh, getting traded over to the Chicago, to Chicago for a first-round pick? That's one rumor that the the, the the local radio is talking about here. The New York radio, who are definitely uh, Patriot haters, but uh, they do think about the other teams and where the, where the Patriots are going to get stronger because they're constantly thinking about a good team. They've mentioned. The Patriots giving up Jimmy Garoppolo for for the Bears first round pick, which would be an early pick. That might be a possibility. If that happens, then Jordan Howard, his future is going to be bright, I think. And uh, yeah, Kurt's got Kurt's got a good team. You're right. Antonio Brown is money in the bank. Ten points minimum a week. Yeah, it, it seems like it's, just just put it
1: on the scoreboard. This this might come down to Antonio Brown versus Le'Veon Bell.
0: I know. Who who does Pittsburgh have this week? I can't think of the schedule. They – I forget who they have. They
1: have someone good, I think. Uh, Is
0: it the division opponent? No, it's not because it's like Christmas, I think, is uh, is the uh, Pittsburgh. What week is this, 15? This is week 15.
1: Steve usually has a schedule up so I don't have to look it up so I'm looking it up now.
0: Yeah, he said remember I told you before he said he Pittsburgh. threw out his uh
1: his
0: couchside uh schedule. Probably in disguise. the hell are the Steelers?
1: Oh Steelers Bengals. Okay. Steelers at Bengals. It is a oh, different yeah.
0: game. Steelers at Bengals, that's a different that's a different story. Um I sent a I sent a game in the teams there, so I mean it really comes down to who gets the ten points. Is it going to be Le'Veon Bell getting ten, a touchdown and a hundred yards combined, or is it going to be Antonio Brown getting his? Getting his. I I, I don't. They could they could just wipe each other out. But uh, and another. I'm, I'm sensing a low matchup. scoring game in this game, a lower scoring game than you you think with this this matchup. Phil Rivers is going to get you two touchdowns, two hundred yards. There's twelve. Jordan Howard, Betty bet he doesn't find the end zone this week, but he gets 50 yards, so there's two. Ingram, yeah, he's the wild card for me. Is he healthy and is he going to play? Antonio Brown, 10 points, put it down. Manuel Sanders, two points, 50 yards receiving. Charles Clay, big goose egg. Sturgis, uh, you, know, his, you know, a normal kicker gets six points. Crowder, you're right, Crowder is the other wild card. Like, Ingram, if he plays and he's healthy, Crowder, you never know; he could explode. Down looking at the llamas, we have Derek Carr. Has he played? Like I mentioned, the Knicks picks. Can, can he can he produce in the pressure? There's, I mean, their backs against the wall for, you know, the wild card even is tough because everybody's got a good was, record in that. The, the AFC West is tough.
1: Yeah, well, who, who, Carr and Rivers go head to head this week at the uh, at a four o'clock game. So that'll be. That'll be fun to watch, but uh, Carr was terrible last Thursday night. I think his fingers affecting him. He was so inaccurate. I don't know if it was the cold or his finger, but he was just. It was terrible cold, and, week,
0: and so. I mean, and and uh, Kansas City is an underrated defense. I mean, they're they're yeah a very a very good defense. Uh, Fat Rob Kelly. I mean, has he done anything besides the one week he exploded for three touchdowns? <laughs> no,
1: he's two points exactly. After. I
0: mean, um, even mentioning him for an award was was silly. Uh, Bell is a monster. Mark Cooper has kind of disappeared. He tends to, you know, disappear. Has like a, a solid game. Never explodes for, you know, that the, that eighteen point plus game you've seen in a while. Gibby needs that
1: car to, He needs Car and Cooper to hook up for a touchdown. That's going to be huge if he gets that.
0: And then Jordan Matthews. I saw he was on the injury report, but he's going to play. I mean. Really can't trust Philly's past game. Kobe Fleener. Lit, you you know, I'm hoping for a big game from Kobe Fleener to be honest with you. Um, to be selfish. I really hope you know the breeze starts finding him, but it just seems like Fleener can't get on anybody's page, even the same page when he was with his former teammate Andrew Luck. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. He does a case of the drops, he doesn't run the right routes. Uh, he has all the talent in the world, I guess, from what I've read. Um and I mentioned the next pick, DeMarco Murray. Gibby always puts him at the flex, even though, you know, really he's starting running running backs. You know, he yeah. should be there.
1: Um, he's been very consistent this year. Almost gets a touchdown every week.
0: Right, and they good. have uh, – Tennessee has a tough defense, though. They're going up against Kansas City at Kansas City. Whew. So that could be a difference maker. I could, you know, I could see two points or I could see 12 points. I mean, really, it'll come down to the opportunities with – with uh with your boy throwing the ball, whether he could uh to get them close to the end zone for Murray to get it in. I don't see him breaking any yeah. big runs. And then McManus, you know, I, I don't even factor in. I mean Duke is the only one that factors in the kicker difference. I just kinda of put a six in the books when I'm thinking, you know, when I'm trying to lay the lines for the games. And I have to say, some you know, everybody in the league should try it one week. Picking the games after creating the you know, creating the line for the game and trying to pick the game at the same time is is more difficult than it seems with oh, yeah, the Totally. <laughs> you know, I'm like, like who am I going to pick in this game? And I'm not going to make a line that, you know, that's, that's absurd enough just so it makes me, you know, my pick work out. But, um, yeah, no, that's a, uh, that's a wrap on those. I'm going to say llamas will sneak it out. I'm going to say games in the high forties for the llamas, high thirties for the eaters. Um, Phil Rivers outscores Derek Carr, but it's not enough.
1: Wow. I, I, the more I look at these lineups, I, I think the Eaters sneak this out. Monday night football, Jamison and Crowder catches a TD to give the, the Eaters the upset win over huh? Gibby and the Llamas. did. I think it's like 43-41, something like that. Kurt will, Kurt will need a touchdown out of Crowder Monday night, and he gets it.
0: That would be, I just, a,
1: I just have a feeling.
0: Hey, it kind of fits with, you know, the mold of, of how things have gone lately. You know, the, the playoffs, the thugs upset, you know, the, you, know, we'll, you know, we'll see. That's a good thought. Um, any random questions before we, you know, before we call it a night? Uh, you know what? I had a question for you, actually, before we go. Since you're a Patriot hater, a Jet fan. Yes. Thoughts yes. on DeflateGate 2.
1: Deflate gate too? Are you even aware? Yeah, I'm aware of it. No one cares about it except for pitches fit.
0: <laughs> <Well>, come on. <laughs> exactly.
1: I don't, I don't... That
0: shows what what garbage the initial, def- initial deflate gate was. <laughs> and now they're like the same thing happens to the Steelers. They're getting called out by the Giants. And the NFL sweeps it under the rug. I guess the yeah, NFA NH- you're gonna uh... you're gonna ignore it like the NFL is.
1: I just don't know enough about it. I mean, it's it's weird, but uh,
0: it's it's, what's not weird is I mean, what has to be weird is how they're just sweeping on the rug, ignoring it, moving on quickly as much as they can. The holidays are here; they want to use that and to just ignore everything. I I guess they got what they wanted by trying to to, uh, derail Brady and his success. I really think it all has to do with trying to even the competitive balance of the league in general. You know, the why they tried to go after Brady. Patriots have been too successful in the eyes of the NFL. They're not making enough money because there's not enough parity. What's another way to, you know, to take things away from the Patriots? Other thing, I wish I'm they sure... Would do, I
1: wish they would do the same to the UConn women's basketball.
0: Uh, the girls' basketball. How,
1: how come no team could beat UConn women's basketball? I asked my brothers. No, not one team could beat them? Not one team in like four years?
0: It's crazy. I think Kevin's the only one that pays attention to, you, to to women's basketball. I'm I'm here in Connecticut. I don't pay attention to women's basketball. It's really it's really no, impossible. No. It's a bad product. It's hard to watch. Um,
1: I was watching it. Yeah, I was flipping through the channels. They were hyping up this Notre Dame yukon game last week. Doris Burke was just they had Doris Burke on like 24 seven on sports <laughs> the night before. So I'm flipping through my hotel, and uh, sure enough, I turn it on, and UConn's up like 12. I'm like, what the hell? This, Notre Dame was supposed to win this game. They they, they can't even beat UConn. Is just UConn? Like, yeah, I think
0: I saw like basketball. something on SportsCenter, Center, and they were talking about how the UConn came in ranked. They weren't ranked number one to start the season, but then you know, they played like four or five top ten teams already, and just beat everybody hands down. <laughs> um, it's girls basketball. It's it's like uh, they rarely att- like. The games that come in, like there's two teams, like I remember like high school, there'd be two teams that were like evenly matched, big hype, and one team would just blow the other one out of the water. It's just like, I, I don't know. I, if you come up with a solution for women's basketball, good for you. I won't be paying attention. <laughs> random, random. All right, let's, let's bring even local, back to local. Clippers. Okay. Clippers soccer or the field more successful? meaning when I say the other field, all other sports last 30 years? What do you think? More of a dynasty, the Clipper soccer, or all of the other Yarmouth athletic achievements in the last 30 years? What do you think?
1: Well, lacrosse would be the only thing that could hold a flame to it. Are we talking boys soccer or both? Girl, yes, boys. boys and boys. girls. Okay, boys. and well, girls have won yeah, once? Uh, yeah. Girls, yeah, they had they had a big drought. They hadn't won before this year until uh, since like two thousand five, I want to say. So they won ten years without a title. Uh, yeah, boy, and if I remember correctly, Yarmouth lacrosse usually makes it to the final and loses to Cape Elizabeth or something like that. Right.
0: They don't that actually have right.
1: that many. They don't. I think they have maybe two or three titles. Where Yarmouth boys soccer probably has what five, six now.
0: Oh God, I think I think. Uh... I might be wrong, it might be like eight. But Haggerty oh, has you know, but one or two of them weren't Haggerty's. So maybe he has six in the last thirty years. yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I don't know okay, the exact yeah. step, but I just know there's been you know, they it helps that they don't have Falmouth like in their in their they play them in the regular schedule but they don't they don't have them in uh in the playoffs. And then it's like right. what's the team, the random team that they always play, Moranicook? Like Yeah. I don't know. Some there's one team that's just gonna Sorry, I didn't mean to to go off on that tangent there, but I wanted to keep it local, brings back to our roots. Um, One more question for you. Um, The league keeps evolving, as in the league is in the YFFL. Now that many of us are all tied down with kids these days, what's next for the league? More GMs? Fewer teams? What's the next big change? What do we see coming down the pipeline? Tell us, I don't so, know. Still the viewers, still more the GMs, GMs.
1: Then... more GMs, but I don't think there's any good candidates. Uh, retraction down to fourteen teams, uh, okay. or we who gives up a team? For...
0: That means fourteen teams means two owners are giving up a team.
1: Yeah, could could go that way. I don't know. I'm just saying this is. These are all possibilities. I don't think we will retract, but you know, right. It could be on the table. I don't know. It's it's just so hard. The 16-team league is very hard. Very hard. But that makes it fun. That makes it harder. Well, things pay off. The league should yeah. be hard. Or do we wait another, God, not even 10 years, and do we get the, the Brysons and the uh, Jacobs in the league as deputy <laughs> GMs, and then once they're proved their uh, worth or their – um, you know, tell telling
0: the
1: to see, do they do they do they get their own franchise? I don't know, but I, I don't think there'll be any changes in the in the short term. I mean, I think the league is what it is. It's a touchdown league. You got to build your lineup around the touchdown league, and and uh, do some of your own thinking.
0: Gotcha. Well, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to an exciting weekend. It should be uh, some games are going to be up and down. I love the idea that you're calling the upset with the eaters. I'm saying now, just making a statement. Uh, put it in ink. Chickens win big, uh, which makes me nervous for the, the title game, especially if it's going to be against the llamas. Uh, if the eaters somehow pull the yeah. upset, like you mentioned. I think every all the dominoes are falling in the chickens' favor, like they did. I'll even give Steve a little credit for saying, you know, the the, the uh, dragons are a little weaker at this point in time in the season than the mallards. I have no idea what the mallards' uh, schedule looks like for this upcoming weekend, but Steve says it's pretty favorable in their regard. So I guess I'm gonna have to say that, that I'm uh, happy that that's the case, that the, they snuck by, and if, and uh, I'll be rooting for your your upset uh, with the eagles. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I, I think the I think the llamas tickets is a better matchup for the Super Bowl, but. That doesn't always happen. I think the Eaters are gonna pull off the upset, but what do I know?
0: Gotcha. And then uh, make it your, make your All right. for you for your Super Bowl call. You, you predict you're gonna win both games. Make it to the yes. make it to the Super Bowl final. Okay. That will be yeah. uh, an uneventful thing to talk about next week, then, if that actually happens. That's but right. I guess we, you, know, you can make a, make a mention of who you'd be looking at and which team you'd be preferring to get the first overall pick. All oh, right. I'm Thanks. It's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. Right, thanks Nick, for having thanks me. For uh, us this it's week. an honor. Hopefully, I have filled Steve's shoes, uh, and uh, he's he's okay. Um, also, want to apologize to uh, Skillens Farm uh, who off, who had offered us a, a very lucrative uh, sponsorship offer, but Commissioner Kinsman quickly vetoed. I uh, just wanted to give them a quick plug at the end. All right. Until next Farm. week when we have the Super Bowls. All right. Thanks, Bob. All bye. right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Nick. Bye. bye.
1: bye.